Both Parshas Vayikra as well as Parshas Sav deal with Karbanos. However, there are distinctions between the way the Karbanos or the dinim of the Karbanos that are mentioned in Vayikra as opposed to those that are mentioned in Sav. One of the differences is regarding the halacha of eating the Karbanos. Uh, in Parshas Vayikra, eating Karbanos is almost totally absent. There's one exception regarding the Korban Mincha, which is eaten by Kohanim, but in general, eating Karbanos is almost totally absent in Vayikra. While the halacha of eating Karbanos Koban Shlamim, Koban Chatas, who eats them, is, uh, is found basically in Parshas Tzav. The reason for that distinction is uh, beyond the, uh, the scope of this year, but what I do want to focus on is uh, a certain, certain of the halachas regarding eating Karbanos, or specifically the halacha of Bracha on a Karban, and specifically Bracha on a Koban Shlamim, which will also impact on how we understand Bechos Hananin in general. Uh, I want to begin with the Tosefta in Brachos, Perakei Alachit he makes a berch mitzvah on the akrava. When you eat it, so you make the berchos hanenin. So you have a shachianu berchos mitzvah on the akrava, and then berchos hanenin on the achila. Then the sefa discusses the, the parallel case of zvachim shlamim. What we would expect now, based on the parallel, is he says, But instead, the Tosefta says, And the question is, why does the Tosefta uh, break the parallel with Mincha. A Mincha is also a mitzvah to eat. It's probably even the Ramam agrees that the mitzvah to eat Mincha, while on Shlomim he might disagree. However, why does it mention the Birchas HaMitzvah on eating Shlomim, and it doesn't mention the Birchas HaMitzvah on eating Menachos? Why by Menachos does it bring the Birchas HaNenin, while by Shlomim it mentions the Birchas HaMitzvah? Um, there, there's a Rashi in Brachos Dat Memches, which might shed light on understanding this Tosefta. The, uh, the Gemara there is trying to uh, search for a source that you make a Bracha Rishona, a Birch in a Bracha Rishona. Bracha Achrona is learned down from Bachalta Vesavata, Virachtas Hashem Lokecha. From where do we know a Bracha Rishona? And the Gemara brings a number of different suggestions. One of the su- suggestions, which is found both in Brachos Dat Memches as well as in the Yushalmi, Rabbi Nassim Omer, Eno Tzarech, it's a pasuk in Shmuel, and it says that he will not eat. The, the people will not eat until 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 one makes a bracha for the, all the people that are around him. He makes a bracha on the zevach, and for everybody that's around him. What bracha is this referring to? So apparently, according to the Brachos, it's referring to a birchas He will make a bracha before they eat. Nobody will eat, will, will eat until he makes a bracha. So who yivarecha la zevach? Here you have a source for birchas hanenin. So what bracha are we referring to? We're referring to the bracha of shakol yebedvaro. Rashi. Rashi quotes the bracha that we saw in the Tosefta. 
the bracha of Ashek Shom Savatsivaru Lechol Sasebach, but he's using this as an example of Birchos Hanenin. So apparently Rashi identified the bracha Ashek Shom Savatsivaru Lechol Sasebach as a Birchos Hanenin, at least functions as a Birchos Hanenin as well. And then he adds, Zehechan Sivanu Habasar Teachel. Uh, the same thing we find in Rashi, uh, in Shmuel, on that pasuk, Kihu Yivarech HaSazevach, Kirgim Yonasan, Arehu Paris Mizona Botzea Alamazon, right? He's Botzea Alamazon, which is like Botzea Alapas, is, is to, to open up the pas and to make a bracha on it. Botzea Alamazon, Alashlamim, Vivarchim Bachilasam, Barchat Hashem, Lokim Lecholam, Hashem Shamsa Savitzivanu Lechol Sazevach. So it starts with being Botzea Alha. Mazon, which is the Zevach, and you would expect again a Birch Sanenin, and then again Rashi says, So apparently Rashi understood that the Bracha mentioned in Tosefta, is a Birch Sanenin. And therefore, when we want to bring a source for a Birch Sanenin from the case of, 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 of Shlamim, the Birchus Hanenin is Asher Kishom Tzavitzivanu Lechol Es Hazevach. The question is, what should this be? What means? What meaning does this make? And maybe I'll add another question. Why does Rashi say Veheichan Tzivanu Vabasat Teachel? Rashi, in general, or in all Shas, uh, the position of Rashi is that there's a mitzvah to eat kachim, whether a kohen to eat kachim, which he which he receives. Or whether Yisrael to Ikachim, which he receives, part of the commands which he receives, there's a mitzvah. The mitzvah is learned out from Achlu Tamashek Kupar Behem. Rashi Msachim Dafnantes, the Achlu Tamashek Kupar Behem, Alma Achilas Kachim Asayi, Bein Nechalim the Kohanim, Bein Nechalim the Yisrael. So according to Rashi, the mitzvah on Yisrael to Ikachim is from a different pasuk. Why does Rashi over here say which is which is a different pasuk and it's not the pasuk sounds like the basar has to be eaten rather than you are chayv to eat the basar. It's going on the basar rather than on the person. Why does he quote the pasuk that he quotes so in order to explain Rashi, we're going to begin with the famous sheet of Rabbi Yosef Tov Elam. Rabbi Yosef Tov Elam wrote a piyut that we say in the Yotzos on Shabbos HaGadol, called Elokei HaRuchot. And uh, he was one of the Rishonim, and, uh, an early Rishon. And there are many, many halachos that are learned out from his piyut. He writes his piyut in rhyme, but, but the Rishonim, Balya Tostos, or Zerua, other Rishonim, are medayik halachos from the Rabbi Yosef Tov Elam. So he writes in this piyut, Why do we eat karpas? So as not to have to make a bari piyadama on the moror. Because we don't want to have to say two brachos on eating of the moror, on, on achila or on shtia. And apparently the problem is, She'eno si mitzvot, chavilot, chavilot. V'chein shtei matzot potshin michala lechala, also regarding Shtei Mitzvot, we have one bracha on one challah, referring to one matzah, and another bracha on the other matzah. Ki English and open Shtei Brachot, because you don't want to say two brachot, bevarech al-zuv al-zuv ve'enu al-chel ad-shigmor Shtei Brachot. Right, so therefore you make a bracha on one, you make a bracha on the other, because you don't want to make two brachot on one piece of matzah. 
And here Rabbi Yosef Tovelm is referring to a Gemara and Brachos, Taflamites, Amr of Papa, Modim Bepesach Shemenich Prusa Betel Shlema Uvotzea, Maitama Lechem Onuxid. We, we, we take either, some people have to take two and a half matzahs, they also have Lechem Mishnah, or one and a half matzahs, but you have, you make the Alachilos matzah on the Prusa, and we make the most Lechem Aretz on the Shlema. And that's what Tosus brings in Brachos, when we call Makom Eilif Tzoakim Ala Shlema. Right, you make the motzi and you put it on the shleima. And then you eat the two of them together. You shouldn't be making both the motzi and the achilas matzah on the prusa because that would be chavilos, chavilos. So again, that's the shita of Rabbi Yosef Tovelim. They don't make both a birchos hanenin and a birchos hamitzvah. On one, on one object, because that's a problem of Chavilos, Chavilos. Now, the Tosus argues on Rabbi Tovelim, and he says, nearly the Ha Habi Bracha Shalnanin, then in the Quran, Chavilos, Chavilos. When do we say Chavilos, Chavilos? When we're trying to kill two birds with one stone. Uh, it shows that we don't have much of a regard for mitzvahs. We want to, you know, we, we, we use one koshal bracha for two different purposes. You know, Kiddush Havdalah, Yak Nahaz is a different issue because it's basically one unified purpose. But if you use a koshal bracha for two separate purposes, that's a problem of enos and mitzvos, chavilos, chavilos. So, you know, you have to use, you know, two different koshal shabracha and not be stingy. You have one, you have want to say Kiddush, and afterwards you want to uh, say uh, something else. Use two different Kosal Shabracha. We don't use the same Kosal Shabracha for the Berchos HaEvesen and the Berchos Nesun. You use two different Kosal Shabracha. Because otherwise it shows that you're, you have a disregard for mitzvahs. It's a zilzal in mitzvahs. Uh, you're being stingy. You're trying to kill two birds with one stone. So there's a bit of eight osin mitzvahs chavilos chavilos. But Tosa says, over here you're doing only one mitzvah. The mitzvah is achilas matzah, the mitzvah is achilas maror. However, before you eat, you have to make a berchas anenin. You can't do the mitzvah, the one mitzvah of achilas matzah or the one mitzvah of achilas maror without first saying a berchas anenin. But that's not a problem of chavilos chavilos. That's just a, a, in order to do the mitzvah, the one mitzvah, I have to make a berchas anenin on it because asla adam leeros menalah mazeblo bracha. So where there mitzvahs chavilos chavilos, there's only one mitzvah over here. And that's what Tosa says, V'nira li ha ha'ave bracha shalnenin v'nira nikran, chavilos chavilos. So to, in order to understand the shita of Rebels of Tavellum, we have to understand how b'echos hanenin works according to his opinion. Uh, this is Gemara Brachos Taflamites. Amra Papa kol modim v'pesach, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Brachos Taflamem. Amra, tol broch, tol broch, eino tzarach levarech. If you say, after making the bracha on something, you tell the people the masubim that you made the bracha for, here, take the, take the, take this, I make it, I make it on shte lechem, and I say, here, take the, this piece of challah. That's not a hefzik, and you don't have to repeat the bracha. Havi melech, havi liftan, tzorach levarech. However, if I, if I say, after the bracha, bring me salt, that is a hefzik. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, afilu havi melech, havi liftan, nami ain tzorach levarecha. Even if I say, after the bracha, Please pass the salt. That's also not a hefsek. Rashi explains, Tol broch, habotzea konum shetam in apusa. After you made the bracha and you haven't eaten yet, hoshit lemi sheetzlov amal tol mi pusat bracha. Take from the challah of the bracha. Apo pisha sach ben time ain't sach lachzol varech hachsicha tzorach bracha. That what you said is 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 part of the bracha. It's a necessity of the bracha. Therefore, it's not a hefsek. 
Hevi'u melech, nami ain't tzorach levarach. If I say pass the salt to Kondrab Yochan, it's not a hefzik either. Shein'zu tzorach bracha, shetei prusa shal bracha ne'echels b'tam. So that the the prusa, the, the part of the bread that I made the bracha on, should be eaten in a tasteful way with, with, with salt. So basically what Rashi talks about over here, both in both of these dinim, is that there's a concept of prusa shabracha. You make a bracha on something, that object becomes a prusa shabracha. The bracha is chal on that object. And now one should eat that object in a, in a, in a better way, with salt, with lift time, in a way that's more tasty. One shouldn't eat it in a way that's not tasty. So if I add, say, please pass the salt, it's sorech of eating the prusa shabracha. If I, and I also should share the prusa shabracha with those that are around me. If I say, here, take a piece of this, this challah that I made the bracha on, that's the sorech habracha, because I'm sharing the prusa shabracha with all the masubim who are around me. There's a concept according to Rashi of prusa shabracha. This idea of prusa shabracha, has a very, very interesting expression in a Yerushalmi, which is, which is not found in the Bavli, but it's brought down the Halacha. The Yerushalmi says, Rabzirkan Amr Abzera, by Ahein Denas of Tamusa, somebody took a tormus, a kind of vegetable, or Varachiluya, he made a brachai, and it fell down, and he lost it. The Nafamine, it fell down into mud, and he can't eat it anymore. Mao Varachiluya is Mantanyanis. Now he takes a different tormus. Does he have to make another bracha? So we paskin that you have to make another bracha. If you have a basket of apples, you take one apple out of the basket, and you make a bari piyates, and then it falls down and rolls away. Can you take another apple out of the basket and eat it without making another bracha? We paskin, no, you have to make another bracha. And the question is why? If I would eat that first apple, I would be able to continue eating from the other apples of the basket without making another bracha. Apparently the bracha that I made, as long as there's no hesach adas or shinoi makom, the bracha that I made relates not only to the one apple that I have in my hand, but to all the apples in the basket. So if I ate one apple, I could eat a second apple without making another bracha. So if that's true, why if the first apple rolls away, can't I take a second apple and eat it? My bracha is on all the apples in the basket. So if the bracha goes on all the apples in the basket, if the first one rolls away, I should be able to take another one and not make another bracha. If, on the other hand, I say the bracha goes, only goes on the apple that's in my hand, so if I finish that apple, I should have to make another bracha on the second apple. What is going on in this Yerushalmi? So apparently Yerushalmi understands that the apple that you took becomes a prusa shabracha. The thing that you made the bracha on is a prusa shabracha. And the way that Birchas Anenin works is that you begin by making a bracha on a Prusish bracha. You eat that Prusish bracha. That allows you to eat the other food as well, which is not Prusish bracha. But you have to begin with a Prusish bracha. Now, the, the, the bracha is chal on a certain object. Eating that object allows you to continue eating the other objects as well, which you did not make a bracha on. In other words, what we saw in Rashi, that the bracha schal, on, on the object that you make the bracha on, there's a prusa bracha that should be eaten in a tasteful way, that should be shared with other people, that, that idea we see from the Yerushalmi. That would explain also why we have certain akpadas regarding what to make the bracha on. You have a basket of fruit. So there's a mission that the memorized days. How you the father of Minim Harbei, Rabbi Dovmer, in Yesh Bnei Min Shiva, Allah from Uvarich. You should make a bracha on the one of one of the the fruit that's part of the Shiva Saminim.
So the question is, why should you make a bracha on the Shuvah Saminim? What do I care what you make a bracha on? I'll be eating all of them. A bracha is just in order to be matir, eating later on. What is, why does it make a difference which I, which I make the bracha on? It makes a difference which you eat first, then it should make a difference also which you eat second. Right? You should have, uh, right, there, there, there's this whole order within Shiva Samidim that the pre, which is closer to, to Aretz, you eat first. So maybe you have to eat in the right order. No, this halacha only goes on the first thing that you eat. The thing that you make a bracha on has to be the Shiva Samidim, assuming that you have no other preference. And according to Chamim, it should be on what you prefer. You should make a bracha on what you prefer. Right? Now, why does this make sense? Because by making a bracha on it, I transform it into a Prusa Shabracha. The Prusa Shabracha should be the, the best object that I have in front of me. The one that's one of the Shiva Saminim. The one that's closest to ours. The one that I maybe have a personal preference to. Right? say, the Bracha should go on what you prefer. But the Bracha is being chal on what, on, on the object that you make the Bracha on. And therefore, there are halachas that talk about a certain preference or an, an order. What should you make the bracha on? What you eat after that bracha, there's no order whatsoever. Even in any order that you want. But what should you make a bracha on on the, mo- on the best possible option? Um, based on that, we understand... Okay, So, basically, if we go back to the source of Berch Sanenim, Brachos Daflamid Hei, that, that bracha rishona is a svarahu. Asla adam shiyenem in olam below bracha. You're not allowed to enjoy this world, things from this world, without making a bracha first. Rebbe Levi Rami, ksiv l'ashem ha'arzum loa, uksiv ha'shamayim shayim l'ashem ha'arzum adam. So one pasuk says that the entire world belongs to God, even the earth belongs to God. And the other says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us this earth. Ha'shamayim shayim l'ashem ha'arzum adam. Lo kasha kan kodem bracha, kan l'acha bracha. Before making a bracha, so then, Hashem uh, then it doesn't belong to us. We can't use it. We have no right to use it. After bracha, then and we have a right to use it. So the question is, how does this work? So one could say that basically we just have to recognize and give shevach takash baruch for allowing us to use it, and then we can use it. But a bracha is no more than giving shevach. However, there's another way of understanding bracha, and that is what you have to do is you have to begin. The initial act, you have to transform your own personal eating into an act of Avodah Hashem. You begin with Avodah Hashem, and that allows you subsequent actions as well. But you begin with Avodah Hashem. And that's in general, you know, we, how do we start the day? We start the day, we, we dive in. The first thing that you do in the day before going to work, before eating, the first thing that you're supposed to do is dive in. You say, Kriyashma Right? When, when you have a field, so first of all, it's Arla. And the first year that you can use it, you take it up to your shrine, it's revived. Um, when, when, uh, the, 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 when, in subsequent years, when you grow something, the first thing, the first f- fruit, Bikurim, you, you give to the Kohen. You bring to your shrine, you give to the Kohen. When you have, you know, the first thing that when you, when you take it, you mafresh, you mafresh, you give to a Kohen, you give to a lady. And then after that's left over, you can use. Right? The firstborn is Kadosh. So in general, there's this idea of racious. The things which are racious, right? Those are the things that indicate, you know, how you know how you initially do something, how you begin the day, how you begin using your your produce. That's going to reflect 
on the continuation as well. You begin your day with tefillah, okay, go about your regular business. You know, it, it, it basically shows, shows what your attitude is. You are an Ovid Hashem. Therefore, you don't do anything for yourself without first davening. And then you can go on to your own personal business. But it shows a certain attitude and a certain recognition. And that's also how Birchus Hanani works. By making a bracha on something, and the bracha is chal on it. So now eating it, you're not eating a regular fruit, you're eating a prusa shabracha. Eating a prusa shabracha is a kiln in Avodah Hashem. And that's why the Gemara Brachos Tafamites says, Rav Ami, Rav Asi, Kabi Misrami, Luhurif, the Deiruva, when they would have a piece of bread that they made an Erev on, they would make a bracha on it as well and eat it. We did one mitzvah with it, let's do another mitzvah with it. What mitzvah did they do with it? You know, they ate it, it's one mitzvah. What was the other mitzvah? They ate it. You have to make a bracha before eating it. But, but what, bracha did you, what mitzvah did you do with the bread? The answer is, if I made the bracha on it, and then I ate it, so that elevates that eating into an eating of Pusah Shabracha, which is Avodah Hashem. The idea is to elevate what you're eating into Avodah Hashem. After doing that, you can eat other things as well. The Tosefta, in Brachos Perigdal Halacha Aleph, says, Lo adam klum Right? If, if, if you don't recognize that, that it's God's, if you don't make a bracha, it's a me'ila, it's using Kodesh. And then the, it says, Lo yishtamish adam b'farav yadav raglav el lechvod koneyu, shnemar kol pol Hashem l'maneyu. The, continuum of, of, of the, the continuation of the Tosefta is that whenever you do anything, you should, you, it, should, it should be an act of Vodas Hashem. So what does the continuation of Tosefta have to do with the first part of Tosefta? You make a bracha. If making a bracha is simply a, a, a proclamation that we recognize that it's God's, but it doesn't at all affect your actions, then what does one have to do with the other? On the other hand, the way we're understanding the idea of Berchus HaRedin is that by making a bracha on something, you've changed and, and, and transformed that eating into an elevated act of Avodah Hashem. And that's called Pulashem Manehu. That your action now becomes an act of worship, an act of being Ovid Hashem. So that's how you have to begin. So the Yushami makes perfect sense. What the Yushami says is that when you take an apple out of the basket, you make a bracha on it, right? That transforms this apple into a pusah shal bracha. Eating that apple and beginning with an act of Avodah Hashem is what will allow you to eat the rest of the apples as long as you don't have a hesachadas. However, if that apple falls from your hand, none of the other apples in the basket were a pusah shal bracha. So then you have to make it, take another apple, make another bracha on it, in order to allow you to eat the rest of the apples in the basket. Okay, so that's basically how we were, we're suggesting we should understand the idea of Birchos Hanenin. Now the question is, how is this going to affect um, how we view the bracha and shlamim? Why should bracha shlamim? Why should that function as a Birchos Hanenin? So before I'm, I'm going to relate to that question, I want to ask another question. In general, regarding brachos, there is a certain uh, there, there there are different levels. Shakul Nebidvaru is the most basic level. It covers everything. And the more that you specify, you know, you specify things that, that are, we see as being more Meshubach, right? You, you, if, if it's one of the Chameshes Minei Dagan, you make a Barim and Mizonos. If you make bread out of it, you make a Motzi Lechem and Haaretz. If you take Peros, there's Peros Haaretz, there are Peros Haaretz. If you take, uh, if you, if you take grapes and make them into wine, then you've elevated it to even more specific and, and something which is more Shevach. 
Bari Priyagafen. Uh, the question is why, you know, one of the things which, uh, which, which I would assume are something which demands greater Shabbach would be eating basar. And Bapasa, the halacha is, Al-Qadav Shein Gdomina Aretz, Kigom Basar, Behemos Chayos, Faofos, Vidagim, Omer Shakon Yabitvaro. Basar gets the most basic bracha. Why doesn't it get a, a, an elevated bracha? Right? When we talk about Simchas Yantov, ain't Simcha Elobe Basar Uvi Yayin. Right? So Yayin gets a special bracha. Why didn't Basar get a special bracha? So there's a Shalmi that says that there's a, that, that seems to have an opinion that the bracha that you make on Basar is, uh, Borin Afashos Rabos. Right? There's a bracha rishona, not the bracha chona. The bracha rishona is boring of fashos rabos. That there's a special bracha, birchos hanenin, for basar. But we don't paskin like that, day in the Yushalmi. So according to us, what bracha do we make on basar? Sha'a kol yevid faro. So to understand this, one has to understand the, 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 the problem that exists in eating basar. I'm not a vegetarian, but let's try to understand what exactly the problem is. Uh, according to many opinions, when Am Yisrael were in the midbar, so they didn't simply eat basar. If they wanted to eat meat, what they would do is go to the Mishkan and they would bring a carbon shonen. And the Pasuk in the Varm says, Ki when you leave the Midbar, and now you want to eat meat, so it's not practical or realistic to force somebody to go every time he wants to, to have a hot dog, to go to the base of Mikdash. And therefore, then you can eat where you are. But what we notice here is that the Torah keeps running back to a certain way of describing that eating. And again, In other words, it sees this as what's called basar tava. You're eating basar because you have a certain passion, a certain yetzer, you want to eat basar. And therefore, we have to allow you to have that opportunity. There's a famous Gemara in Kedushin that says, Lo Torah el Kaneged Yetzer Hara. Right? Uh, and, and, and then the Gemara continues and says, what's the example? Of course, the famous example is Yifas Torah. But the example of the Gemara in explaining Yifas Torah is, Mutav sheyochlu Yisra basar temutot shchutot, vayochlu basar temutot nevelot. Right? It's better to eat a basar that's shachut rather than a basar nevelot. Right? The Ramban and others, Rashba in, in, in Chul and Dafir Aleph, Claim Shema Basa Taiva Lohitira Osatora Ella Tavon Uchtiv Kitaben Afsaha, the Lord Dibatora Ella Kenegid Yetzahara Shemutov Shiochli Sir Basa Tmuto, Shutov Loyahobasa Tmuto, the Velot Kinya Mashenev, Amru Bifastar. The allowance for people to eat meat, to kill an animal and to eat meat simply because of their own gluttony and their own Yetzer, that is giving into the Yitzhahara. The Torah allows it. It's fine. But it's Bechol Avas Nafshecha. It's Ki Ta'aveh Nafshecha Lechol Basar. And we know what happened in Kivot Ta'avah, uh, where, where things ended tragically. It was giving into your Ta'ava is something that, that the Torah might allow. But the ideal way of eating Basar is not by eating it in your home, but by going up to the Mishkan, being Makdish the Behemah as a common Shlamin, and then eating is that common shalom where the mizbeach gets part, 
the Amurim, and the Kohanim get part, the Chazet and Shok, and the Baalim get to eat all the rest. That's the ideal way of eating Basar. Because Basar, on the one hand, has great potential. Ein Simcha ala Basar v'yayin, at the time of the Mikdash, that meant bringing Shalmi Simcha. Bringing a Kabbalah to the Meshkan, giving part to the Mizbech, part to the Kohanim, and part eating yourself. And maybe sharing also with the, with, 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 with Halevi, Hashem, Sharechav, and other people. That's the ideal way of eating Basar. But when you're far away, and you, you're giving into your taivas, there, the Ramad says, Lo Torah el, ela Sahara. So within the context of eating basa, basa on the one hand has great potential, and it could be uh, actually a, a way of getting closer to God, of elevating, bringing carbon, and getting closer to God, specifically through eating basa, because we are human beings, and, and, and eating basa and drinking wine can affect us in a positive way and bring us to simcha when it's done within the proper context and for the proper reasons. On the other hand, eating basa could also be giving in to certain base desires. And therefore, what I want to claim is that that the birchas hanenin of basar is depends on the context. When one eats basar, it's called basar taiva, which is really giving in, the Torah giving in to our yetzer, the bracha is a simple bracha, there's no special bracha. But there is a special berchos hanenin for eating basar, when it's done within the con- context of shlamin. And then the bracha of Hashem, 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 Lechol Sazevach, is an expression of taking that basar and elevating it into an act of avodas Hashem, of eating karbanos, which is an act of avodas Hashem, and elevating the, the basar into, into worship. So basically, the process of hakrava of a common shlamim, and then eating that common shlamim, it becomes part of this process in which one takes an animal and takes and, and, and elevates it and makes it into a you know a, a, a certain background in which one actually reaches reaches religious heights through eating the basar. So if so, um, what Rashi is saying is that when we, one talks about a shlamim, the bracha of Hashem Kishon Sivanu, lechol es hazevach, is actually is ex- doing exactly what a berchas da- does. What does a berchas da- do? Berchas is elevates, is part of the process of elevating the basar into me- or elevating the object into being a process shabracha, so that the act becomes a varus Hashem. When we talk about basa, the way to do that is specifically through the process of sacrifice, of shlamim. And uh, the continuation of the psukim in Devarim, Kirchak Makom, it says, Rakadashecha Ashayulcha Unidarecha Tisa Uvasa El Makoma Shevcha Shem, the Damzachecha Yishafech Amazbacha Shalokecha Babasatochal. The Pasak that Rashi brings, Vechan Sivanu, he doesn't bring the Pasak that the mitzvah on Yisrael to eat. The, uh, the shlamim. That would be a birchas mitzvah. Being makayah mitzvah, eat the shlamim. When the, whenever the Gemara says vehechan sivanu, the term vehechan sivanu is always when there's not, when we're not talking about a, a clear cut birchas mitzvah. Hechan sivanu is where is there some kind of a tzivoy that would make the term ashek shom savit sivanu make sense. The Gemara says hechan sivanu by hadlakas near Hanukkah, which is a mitzvah drabanan. So it says, oh, uh, 
There's no place in the Torah that the Torah is mitzavah us to bring Neros Chanukah or to, or to read the Megillah. So the Gemara asks, Vehechan Tzivanu. So to over here, Rashi says, Vehechan Tzivanu. Why does the term Tzivanu make sense within this context? We're not talking about a Birchasam mitzvah, on the mitzvah that's going to have But rather, that by taking this animal, being makrib this animal, and, 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 uh, Part of it being zorit adam and being makav on mizbech and giving part to the kohanim and then Yisrael eating part, the, this the baser has to be eaten, eaten and eat because the baser now is an ability you know, get, creates an ability or a, or possibility of of, a, of being the basis for an act of avodas Hashem. Habasar tochal is the pasuk in Devarim in Re'eh, right after ki yechakim kamakom when you bring a kaman shalom habasar tochal. We're not talking about the mitzvah. Uh, not, not talking about the mitzvah on the gabra of eating the basa, but rather that this basa, once it's become kadosh and elevated, habasa tochal, hechan habasa tochal, that the basa should be eaten, not that we have a mitzvah of eating the basa. And therefore, the bracha, the birchas hanenin, that's the uh, example of the elevated birchas hanenin of basa in what it can potentially achieve, when it's brought within the right context and for the right motivations, and within the context of an act of Avodah Hashem and elevating the basar so that one can worship God while eating, that's the bracha is Hashem Shom Sivanu, Lechol Sazevach Vehechan Sivanu, Vabasar Tochal.